0: reigned in his stead. Ahaziah the son of Ahab began to reign over Israel and Samaria, the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in the way of his mother, and in the way of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. For he served Baal and worshipped him and provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel according to all that his father had done. Looks like that we had a little bit of an internet interruption there, and uh, so I think we got it lined out. Uh, We um, had uh, looked up, and it was uh, going into the red, which means it was disconnecting, so I don't know what that was about. I checked the speed, and the speed seemed to be fine, but, uh, well, that's just one of those things that we have no control over. sometimes. It's that uh, it's the uh, line coming in. Sometimes it's inside. You have to restart your modem. You know how when you call something in, they begin to tell you, "Well, just restart your modem and all that." Well, I didn't have to do that. I just restarted the broadcast, and it seems to have taken care of it as of right now. But uh, hopefully, uh, if your screen is uh, all uh, frozen up then uh, you need to refresh your screen, and it should be coming through uh, for you. So uh, we want to kind of keep that uh, in mind and uh, let you know. So uh, sometimes those things happen. That's beyond our control, so we have no way of uh, fixing when it doesn't come into the studio here. Well, let's see what else we got going on uh, this morning as we uh, look and see what a beautiful day it's going to be in the neighborhood. Looks like it's going to be a day of about 78 degrees outside. Yeah. And uh, looks like it's going to be partly sunny and very warm. And also looks like that uh, we've got a special weather statement here. Let's see what that consists of. Might just be smoke. It could be something else. Let's see what it is. It's uh, a special weather statement. Is It starts at 326. And all of this is brought to you by AccuWeather, by the way. The special weather statement. Increased threat of wildfires this afternoon and evening. Combination of very warm temperatures, gusty south to southwest winds, Relative low humidity and dry, antecedent conditions. I don't know, antecedent, antecedent. I don't know conditions will result <laughs> in increased fire danger today. So, sunny skies near record highs of around 80 degrees are expected. South southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts of 20 to 25 are also expected this afternoon and evening. Relative humidity values should bottom out between 35 and 45 percent before gradually recovering later tonight as a cold front approaches from the west. So with all of that um, uh, going on, we see that uh, today is going to be a beautiful day, but it's also going to be a day that we could have some wildfires. Also, tomorrow's going to be rain with uh, 68 for the high. And then look at there on Friday. (laughs) It bottoms back out. 48 degrees for the high. Yeah, that's the high, not the low. 48 on the 10th and 35 for the low. 57 on Saturday, 33 for the low, 56. and looks like we're going to be staying in the 50s and low 60s. For the next few days. So there you have it. That's what's happening in our little corner of the world. Looking at our current radar conditions. You can see that right here in East Kentucky. We don't have anything going on. Nothing but sunshine. So yeah. That's what's going on in our little corner of the world. Well we did have some earlier problems with our internet. Uh, It was uh, trying to shut down. And, uh, so I don't know what the problem was. I've got a little, uh, little gauge that is on this program that as long as it's green, everything's good. When it starts turning yellow, it means it's trying to disconnect. And then when it turns red, it says it's disconnected. And it was doing that earlier this morning. But if it was doing that on you, I pray that, uh, you are now starting to, uh, see, um, Everything smooth and normal. So if you're able to view the broadcast and everything's going smooth, go ahead and put just the word smooth in there. And I'll know everything from the audio to the video is sounding good and looking good. And you can put it in the chat room, the comment section, or you can uh, email that to us. Also, if you would like to get on the list, and this would be a good time to mention this because sometimes uh, when we have something like this happen that we just have an interruption of internet or something like that shuts down, uh, we send out a text uh, letting people know that the internet has disconnected or the internet is having problems, and we... um, Began to let people know. So if you're not getting those texts and updates, and we haven't sent one out this morning yet because we got it fixed pretty quick. But if you're not getting those texts and updates, then uh, get your phone out. And just like you see on the screen, text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. It's simple. It's easy. No one ever gets your cell phone number, not even me. So join today. Start getting texts and updates from this broadcast. Well, let's do this. I like to uh, throw this in. If you got a minute, well, of course you do. Well, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Well, it looks like that uh, Internet's a little slow this morning. Maybe the wildfires have something to do with that, because after all, uh, you know, we're we're uh, having a Uh, Warning today, and I look outside, and it looks hazy, like fog, but it's not fog. It's smoke, and uh, so we need to be aware. Of course, all of us in East Kentucky, we know that we need to keep a look outside during wildfire season. So, especially if you live near the hillside, and uh, I've got a creek that separates me from the hillside, so I got a pretty, pretty good barrier between me and the hillside but on the back side I don't have a creek I've got uh, just a space of land that would be a barrier because there's not very many leaves in that area but um, a lot of people in east Kentucky live right next to the hillside so when it burns it comes right down to the back of their homes last year my granddaughter it came down to the back of her house and uh, we had to call the fire to cut uh, fire department and they came and uh, of course kept everything uh running uh water and all of that to make sure that it didn't get uh, her house so that's what we deal with here in east kentucky of course uh, wildfires in california and tennessee and different places they're always a danger to residential areas let's see what else we can get into i've i've hit the um hit the uh, 60 seconds with the pastor button, but it's uh, just not loading fast. I'll have to see what I'm connected to here just to make sure. But in the meantime, let's just do this.
1: CAC Radio. Join us Monday through
0: Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo! That's some money fine internet radio. What time is it? is it? It's time. What time is it? It's time. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is brought... You every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, let's see what today's trivia question is. What kind of wood was Noah's ark made of? What kind of wood was Noah's ark made of? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. Despite the opulence of Solomon, he, in the eyes of Jesus, was not as well-dressed as what? And out of those that participated, it looks like that 100% of you got it correct. So yeah, we'll give you a hand, 100% of you got it correct, with the correct answer, despite the opulence of Solomon, he, in the eyes of Jesus, was not as well-dressed as what? And that is lilies of the field, and that's found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 28 and 29, and 100% of you got it correct. Well, you can get today's correct. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. Well, let's see if we can't squeeze in. Now we got it up. If you got a minute, well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loved the world, the love of the Father is not in him. John is instructing us how to keep the love of God in our lives. Simply put, it's by not loving the world. So what does it mean to not love the world? The Greek rendering for world is cosmos, which takes in the understanding of adorning or decoration. Don't let the world draw you into loving what they do, how they act, or how they look. The cosmos. We are the church, and if we want to have the love of the Father, then we are going to have to abandon the love for this world and that is the um uh, 60 seconds with the pastor and if this is correct uh let's see here that's oh I'm I was looking that's just for the county um let's look for the um results of the election statewide and of course uh looks like that uh, Andy Bashir uh has become governor again uh winning by somewhere in the neighborhood of about 60 some thousand votes uh so that's pretty close beating daniel cameron so uh, that is uh that is the uh turnout for governor still have andy bashir as governor of kentucky and then attorney general looks like Russell Coleman has won that election, and then uh, Secretary of State Michael Adams has won that, and also, uh, let's see, the uh, Auditor of Public uh, Accounts, Allison Ball, won that, uh, I guess I could tell you if they're Democrat or Republican, but uh, Andy Bashir, of course, is a Democrat, and he won governor back, beating Republican Daniel Cameron. Uh, Republican Russell Coleman beat Democrat Pamela Stevenson for attorney general. And Secretary of State Michael Adams, a Republican, has beaten Charles Buddy Wheatley, a Democrat, for secretary of state. And then the Auditor of Public Accounts, Republican Allison Ball, has defeated Kimberly Reeder uh, for Auditor. And uh, State Treasurer looks like that Mark Metcalf has uh, defeated Michael Bowman. And uh, Mark is a Republican and Michael is a Democrat. So Mark, uh, the Republicans have once again uh, beat uh, Democrat in state treasurer and looks like uh commissioner of agriculture. Looks like Republican Jonathan Schell has defeated Sierra in low and state representative 93rd district seems like, uh, looks like dis- uh, the Democrat Adriel Camuel or Camuel uh, has beaten Kyle Whalen the Republicans. So uh, the Democrats have the 93rd district and then the circuit judge, 21st judicial circuit, first division candidate, looks like Elizabeth uh, Davis has won that. And uh, of course, uh, when you're talking about judicial circuit courts, those aren't Democrats or Republicans. Those are just uh, individuals and family court. Looks like that uh, you've got uh, Jessica Stone and judicial courts, of course. Uh, Looking at all of these, we find that, uh, uh, I guess, the main ones that everybody wanted to make sure they knew was, and then, of course, the Commonwealth Attorney is Ashton McKenzie. Not McKinney, but McKenzie. And uh, so, yeah. Andy Bashir is retaining his governor position in Kentucky, and everything else looks like it went Republican, basically. So, uh, all the other offices that was voted on yesterday. You know, Kentucky is a red state, and people were talking about that on the news. They said, you got a Democrat governor in a red state. How does that happen? Well, it happens. And I guess... Uh, we're getting a little bit of a buzz for for some reason, so I'm gonna have to see where that buzz was coming from. I think it was coming from uh, the iPad. iPad always has little issues, but anyway, I wanted to let you know about the governor's race because that is something that was looked at heavily here in East Kentucky. And uh, let's see if we find something new with the uh, the Commonwealth Minute. Uh, because uh, sometimes when you look at the Commonwealth Minute, well, uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, I think that um, they always have some interesting takes on things. So let's see what they got to take on this morning before we get into uh, our study today. Would that be all right with everybody if we're just a few minutes late uh, getting our study started? Because... Just wanted to make those announcements for the um, the governor's uh, race and all of that, because it's been a it's been a very uh, important election because of issues that people are standing for, and looks like that uh, the only one that I see uh, that is um, that is uh, retained. Uh, Or that is, Democrat was the governor. So keep that in mind. Here is the Commonwealth Minute. Life is more than politics. And everybody can say amen.
1: Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson.
0: The election is behind us. And many of you are probably glad since you're no longer subjective to the negative ads. Regardless of how your favorite candidates did, It's important to be reminded that elections aren't everything. Yes, they're important. In fact, good leaders and good laws are important. But our lives should not revolve around politics or the party that's in political power. We have families to nurture, jobs to do, communities to engage, and church families to worship with. In fact, doing well in each of these areas has more potential to shape us and our families and communities than any politician in Frankfurt or in Washington, D.C., Remember that our government is not the source of everything. God is. And may we turn to him and rest in his providence with the election results.
1: Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org.
0: And it is time for us to take our little break now and get our teaching in for the day. So don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to quarterstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link.
0: You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. On WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com.
2: You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps Eye, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily ICast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at six zero six. or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word.
0: Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily ICast as we bring you just a little bit of home Bible study, 21st century style. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you're having a great day this morning and hope that you will uh, receive something from the study today as we are in the book of Revelation. Revelation, of course, is a book of the revealing Of Jesus Christ and so that is what the book of Revelation is and uh, of course we learned some things from the uh, uh, book of Revelation about uh, future events uh, all of the judgments coming up on the earth and all of that and that's kind of where we're at right now we're in chapter 10 and verse number one and we want to jump right in and start this morning as we uh, study the word of the Lord together In verse number one of chapter 10, it says, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth and cried with a loud voice and when a, as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth for ever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are therein and that therein are, and the earth and the things that are therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. When he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared to his servants the prophets. I want to stop right there because there's uh, just some things that we just want to back up and kind of discuss today. Uh, again, when things are symbolic, we'll talk that they are symbolic. And uh, when things are literal, we'll talk about it being literal uh, because Revelation is is. Uh, full of symbolism as well as uh, the things that are natural. So we want to kind of uh, get that in as we study. But let's go to the Lord in prayer. As we study today, this is going to be lesson number 1110 of our study through the word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way today as we study your word, that we will study it, line upon line, and we'll be able to expound it, precept upon precept, and I pray that we'll be able to rightly divide the word of truth today, that we will all leave here knowing more than we came. And Lord, I ask it all in your mighty name. The name of Jesus, Amen, Amen. Well, uh, you know, sometimes when we look at uh, these studies, we find that there are many things uh, that um, we look at, and it may be uh, symbolism that is is the hardest to understand because, of course, if something is said in a natural way, uh, we we pretty well get that right. We pretty well get that, but uh, looking at things in a um, in a uh, in the symbolism part is one of the uh, the most difficult uh, to uh, talk about and to study because we have to interpret. Uh, scripture with Scripture. We cannot just say, "Well, you know, uh, I I know that the Bible says this, or the Bible uh, says that, and I just think it means this, or I think it means that." We have to interpret Scripture with Scripture because if we don't do that, what happens is we put our opinions on things, and opinions, as we have said, really. Uh, are immaterial to our study. You can have your opinion. I can have my opinion. And of course, if we discuss something and I want to inject my opinion, I will tell you it's my opinion. It's not. It's not Bible. It's not uh, uh, you know something that the Scripture sets in stone. But uh, when when I do uh, find something like that, I, I want to. Uh, reiterate that we began to just talk that it is, um, it is the, uh, uh the, um, uh, I guess the thing that we need to get out of it mostly is that when it's my opinion, I'm just going to tell you this is my opinion, it has nothing to do with what scripture says is interpreting. So, some people say, well, then why even mention it? Well, that's, that's a good point because our opinions really don't mean anything, right? We need to know what the word says. And that's kind of what we're uh, you know, jumping in here and trying to uh, get settled is because we do want uh, to make sure uh, that we are um, uh, getting the, uh, the word in instead of just our opinion. And uh, so, you know, when uh, when we look at this again, uh, we're studying revelation, which is literally the revelation of Jesus Christ, revealing who Jesus is, revealing what he's come to do, revealing that he is our savior, our maker, our uh, creator, uh, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. And yet he is the one that's going to come back and bring upon this earth uh, uh, judgment, if you will, and uh, victory for uh, the saints of God. So uh, with that, we just want to jump right in and we just want to talk about the beginning of chapter 10. The beginning of chapter 10, you see another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. So, who is this mighty angel? Well, we read of a mighty angel, and we have to understand because of the description, because of the description of being mighty, because of the description of Uh, you know, being uh, uh, clothed uh, with a cloud because of the description of a rainbow uh, upon his head. And his face was as it were the sun. That kind of gives us a little insight, doesn't it? And also his feet were like pillars of fire. Now, when you look at that and you compare that to other uh, scriptures that describe Jesus, then you have to pretty well come to the conclusion uh, this is the Lord. And uh, so he places his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth, and uh, that is basically claiming uh, possession and authority over uh, everything that is created, the the sea, and the land. And so uh, that's kind of a symbolism, if you will, of understanding that uh, because his foot is upon the sea and his foot is upon the earth, uh, that he is claiming authority, uh, possession, and authority, we might add, over all the earth. And he cried out with a loud voice like a lion roaring. There's another uh, little um, understanding of who this is, knowing that it's Jesus, why, because he sounded the voice of of uh, like a lion roaring, and so he is of the line of the tribe of Judah, and after he speaks, seven thunders are sounded now. we don't know anything about these seven thunders and and I don't care who is the scholar, I don't care who is the teacher we do not know what the seven thunders uh, represent or what they entail. And the reason, uh, because John was about to write what the seven thunders uh, had relayed and what he heard, but he was told to seal up what the seven thunders uttered. And it should be noted that uh, this is the only part of the book of Revelation which is sealed, and that's important to know. Uh, it's it's a folly. It's a mistake. It's it's not uh, uh, good for study for anybody to try to speculate what these thunders meant or said. Now, with that said, again, I told you when we first studied. When things are symbolic, I'll tell you that. When things are natural, I'll tell you that. When things are not clearly understood. We're just simply going with the Word. That's the safe way of studying the Word of God. Sometimes uh, people take like these seven thunders and somebody's going to get this idea and say they got this revelation of who it is and what it is and what it's being said. But I just got to tell you, anybody that says that is a false teacher and a false prophet. And the reason being, the reason I say that is because the Lord told John to seal it up. Don't write about it. Don't mention it. Don't write about it. So if John did not know, then nobody else is going to know because it is sealed, which means it's closed. It's closed to public, if you will. It's closed to man. We, we can't understand what those seven uh, thunders were. Now, uh, he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth. This is all describing Jesus Christ. He cried with a loud voice. I, I should bring that up on the screen and let you read along with us. Sorry about that. He cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth, and when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. And again, those seven thunders We do not know anything about what the content of what those thunders sounded. So again, if anybody comes to you and says, oh, I know what that means. No, they do not. And if anybody says, oh, uh, the Lord spoke to me about that. No, he did not. If he wouldn't let John write this, because Revelation is a book of revealing. If he wouldn't let John write it. He's not going to give it to you. He's not going to give it to me. No, it's sealed. So so that means uh, no man can know what was uttered by these seven thunders. Going on to verse number four, when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write and I heard uh, from heaven saying unto me, seal up those things which are which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. Now, to seal up something means to uh, close it out, to not reveal it, not talk about it. Um, you know, if if uh, if we talked about seals being loosed, uh, now this is this is the only place, and I, I want to reiterate this. Uh, this is the only part of the book of Revelation that is sealed, not revealed. That's the only part that's interesting to, to look at, isn't it? So it's going to be interesting when we get to heaven or when uh, things uh, are revealed and this is unsealed at some point. Uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's going to be revealed when we get to heaven. We don't know. this is all speculation because we don't know what those seven thunders uttered. So he was told not to write them. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time No longer. He's declaring time has come to an end. Time has come to an end. Then in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his servants the prophets. You know, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. It's a mystery. But here we see the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his what servants and prophets. So the mystery is going to be finished. That's That's interesting to note. Uh, the Lord declared, "There's not going to be any time any longer." This actually means that there'll be no further delay. That that time now doesn't doesn't have boundaries, if you will. Time doesn't have a frame anymore. You know, our world is framed by time. We we have time, uh, 24 hours a day. Uh, you know, seven days a week, 365 and that one-fourth day a year. But at this point, time is on, is is declared no more, but it's also just simply meaning there's no further delay, no further delay. There's no time frame saying this has got to happen after uh, this certain time because time is no more, which means no further delay. And in our study, uh you know, we've kind of reached the middle of the tribulation period and the Lord is starting and and starting to reveal uh, that uh, this this dealings with man will will now be uh, uh, I guess uh, completed uh, dealing with man, uh, judgments, all of these things is now going to be. Completed. So, with that said, uh, I want to uh, just mention just a kind of an outline, if we could, of what we're studying, because I think it's very important that we uh, kind of uh, explain these things in a uh, lower or slower, if I should uh, say so, slower um, understanding. So Revelation chapter 10 verse through 14 describes events occurring in the middle of the great tribulation period. Now, here's the thing. Some people think the rapture takes place before the great tribulation period. I personally feel that. That's my opinion. Uh, Some people says, no, it's going to happen in the middle of the great tribulation period. And that's why people refer to things called mid-trib. People believe in mid-tribulation rapture. And then others believe, no, you got to go through the whole great tribulation period and then raptured out of here. But when you look at the great tribulation period, the Bible says we all go through tribulation. So we all suffer things in this life. But that's not the great tribulation. The great tribulation... And a lot of other places, it refers to Jacob's troubles. Jacob, of course, is Israel. It has nothing to do with the church. It's, it's to deal with Israel. So that's why I feel that the church is leaving, uh, as Revelation pretty well explains and other places explains, uh, that uh, we will be raptured out of here before uh, the judgments of God are going to be poured out. And um, with that, I feel it's important to understand that this that we're studying, uh, chapters 10 through 14, uh, are occurring in the middle of the great tribulation period. This explains uh, John's repeated mention of three and one half years, and you'll find that in Revelation chapter 11, verses 2 and 3. Revelation 12 and 6, Revelation 12 and 14, and Revelation 13 and 5 as we study our way through this book. Uh, Jewish months, and this might be something important that you might want to note, Jewish months have exactly 30 days. So, you know, some of our days are 31, some are 30, some are uh, 29 uh, but you know uh, the jewish the Jewish uh, months have exactly 30 days. That's why when you look at a Jewish calendar it's different than our calendar today and uh, and, and that that's something maybe we can study at a later time um, this is a time that we're studying in chapter 10 uh, and chapter uh, 12 through. Uh, 13, uh, Satan begins to unleash his power through the Antichrist. Uh, this is going to be a period of turmoil. It's going to be, uh, a time of, of, uh, uh, just so much chaos, uh, persecution, uh, torment, death, destruction. After all, we've already seen, uh, You know, half the population wiped out, uh, trees wiped out, grass burn up, uh, oceans, you know, uh, contaminated, uh, drinking water contaminated. All sorts of things already happened that has really been devastating. The the sun, you know, darkened, uh, uh, stars darkened, moon darkened up to, uh, you know, a third part of it. Uh, So when you start looking at all of this, this is chaotic times and uh times like we've never seen before times like we've never seen before um revelation has more than 60 references to angels and uh so that's just something to uh note uh, that revelation has more than 60 references to angels this mighty angel That is mentioned here, and I see our time is is almost up for today, but I just want to reiterate this and kind of break it down in an outline. This mighty angel has seven characteristics that could identify him as Jesus Christ. Now, these characteristics, the rainbow first seen around God's throne, could identify him as Jesus Christ. He is clothed with a cloud, often identified with God. Um, his face is as the sun that's that's Jesus remember on the Mount of Transfiguration when his countenance was changed and he he began to shine like the sun so so we're seeing some similarities that's why we can say this is probably speaking about Jesus, and I say probably because of these particulars uh his feet was like those of Jesus in Revelation chapter 1, verse 15. You know, uh, feet like fine brass that's been burned in the fire, and, and here you see feet, uh, you know, like fire. Uh, his voice as a lion roaring, you know, uh, that's that's powerful. And, of course, a lion of the tribe of Judah refers to Jesus. So that's why we look at those things and we say, uh, you know, uh, this this uh, is more than likely referring to Jesus himself. Now, the Bible often uh, says in the Old Testament uh, concerning God, it says uh, in reference, the angel of the Lord. So he holds a book containing the remaining judgments. Remember, if Jesus was the only one worthy to open the scroll or the book, it is probably him who is only one worthy to present this book. His posture is that of a conqueror taking possession of the world, a victorious Savior. Aren't you glad you're serving the victorious Savior? I want to stop right there because we want to uh, pick up tomorrow uh with those situations on the uh, seven thunders uh because uh, again we can't speculate what those means we don't know what those mean but we want to just continue our outline as we continue our study through revelation i hope you've been blessed by today's study i hope it has inspired you to want to study more maybe you want to find out exactly uh you know more about this mighty angel well if you want to know more about this mighty angel who has the power and authority over the earth has this book in his hand and if jesus is the only one worthy to loose the seals then we have to lean toward this being jesus well i hope that this has been a study that has inspired you and I hope that the Lord has given you some revelation today. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. And we thank you for the word. If we have misrepresented or misinterpreted your word in any way, forgive us, Lord, and help us to correct it. Lord, we want to rightly divide the word of truth. We ask that you would revelate our minds and help us to understand this word so that we can study it and expound it and teach others. And Lord, I pray that you would touch someone today who just needs to know you're the mighty Savior. You're the only one worthy of worship, praise, and honor. And help us, Lord, that we would always lift you up in everything we say and do. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. That's a pretty good study that we are studying here in Revelation, and I hope that uh, it, is, uh, it is a blessing to you that not only are we studying these things uh, that, uh, that uh, maybe is hard to understand, uh, but we can study these things and know that the Word of God is written for a reason. There's a reason why some things are sealed up, as we have seen, uh, the seven thunders. Um, You know, uh, John was instructed, don't write about these. These are secret things that only the Lord knows. Nobody else knows. And uh, then there's things that just begin to reveal to us the chaos, the destruction, the things that's coming up on the earth, and we don't want to be left behind and have to go through this terrible terrible time but we want to be ready rapture ready because we know the Lord is coming soon well um, with that said we do want to uh, come to a close our trivia question is up and running today and of course our trivia question is for today Uh, what kind of wood was Noah's ark made of What kind of wood was Noah's Ark made of? Well, we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. Go ahead and go to the link on the Facebook page. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Well, everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Don't forget tonight at 7 o'clock, we're going to be gathered together at Cornerstone Apostolic Church to have some midweek Bible study. Come on out and be with us. That's at 25 Beach Creek, Phelps, Kentucky. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here.
1: On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.